the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. Hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour, a radio show and podcast for those considering in the middle of and moving forward from divorce. I am so glad that you're here with us today. Speaking of today, we're continuing our focus on faith-based divorce coaching, and we'll also be diving into a conversation about our faith related to divorce. If you caught the last couple of shows, you know we spoke uh, to the creator of the Certified Divorce Coach Faith-Based a divorce coach certification. I know that's a mouthful, but uh, Peggy Cooper um, is who we spoke to, and we learned about faith-based divorce coaching and that certification. And I was and am blessed to have been a part of the inaugural cohort of coaches uh, who were certified, as was Lisa Grace, whom we also spoke to on a show in the series. Today, We'll take a pause from coaches and we will talk to a pastor and get his thoughts about faith-based divorce coaching and we'll also talk about faith as it relates to divorce. I'm so pleased and so honored that that pastor is Pastor Alec Brunson. He is here with us today. Pastor Alec is the pastor of the church where I'm a member and so happy to be, Pillar Church in Conroe, Texas. And yes, folks, Pastor Alec is here in the Houston area. But if you've been to Houston, you know it's uh, just a little bit bigger than big. A drive across Houston can be a long one. So Pastor Alec joins us today by phone. Here's what I want you to know about Pastor Alec. He has such a heart for God, friends, and a very real way of speaking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Word. And so I know what can sometimes be a challenging conversation to have about faith and divorce. Uh, Well, this conversation is going to be real. It's going to be with heart. And it's most definitely going to be scriptural. But before we get to that conversation, I must quickly remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice, and we certainly aren't here to coach you to get a divorce. Although the show is called The Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight, information, education, 
and encouragement. And by doing so, our goal and our hope is to help you make better decisions through and beyond the divorce process. Ultimately, what we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open. And based on those realities and your faith, we're here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where your journey may lead. And now, uh, let's just get on with it. Pastor Alec, hello and welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Chrissy. I am happy to be here, and thank you for the wonderful introduction. I'm very flattered, and it is a joy to be your pastor, and I'm excited about this conversation today. I am, too. I'm looking so forward to it. I just know that the listeners out there are looking for someone who can speak truth, the truth, capital T, truth, about what the Bible says about divorce. But before we get there, let's start things off right. Pastor Alec, will you pray for us? I'd love to. Let's pray. Uh, Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to have this conversation. Thank you that you have provided us truth through your word. And uh, Lord, would you help us to look at it today, and would we speak it with grace and truth And um, Lord, speak in love. And uh, Lord, for our listeners today, uh, we pray that you would impact their hearts and their lives by the power of the Spirit. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. First, um, well, next, first was the prayer. That's the right order. Next, Pastor Alec, tell us a little bit about yourself. And also, will you share a little bit about Pillar Church? Sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I am uh, I am married to my wife, Emily Claire. We have two kiddos, and uh, we live in Conroe, Texas, as you mentioned earlier. And we planted Pillar Church in April of 2022. So we're still a, a newer church plant up here in Conroe, and uh, we've been going for about a year and a half and uh, have been doing our best to preach the Word and to make disciples uh, up here on this side of town. And it has been a joy over the last year and a half to um, see how the Lord has worked. And uh, we're excited for uh, many more uh, years, Lord willing, and generations of, of faithful gospel ministry uh, happening through through Pillar Church here in Conroe, Texas. Amen to that. And I have to say that the church has uh, just been a breath of fresh air to my husband, Richard Mendelow, and myself. And and speaking of that breath of fresh air, your wife, Emily Claire, is just absolutely precious, uh, as are your kiddos. And we just thank you for your shepherding us and, and all the, the truth that is spoken there at the church and the community that is building. We were so honored and blessed to be a part there. And I know our listeners are going to be blessed by what you will share today because as I mentioned in the intro, I know you're going to speak the capital T truth, but also I know you're going to speak it with heart. You're going to speak it with grace. Yeah. Um, sure. And well. as you can imagine, in the life change of divorce, we need a little bit of that for sure. So the first thing I want to start off, uh, Pastor Alec, is I told you, shared with you a little bit about this faith-based divorce coaching program. But just from a pastor's perspective, I'm sure you deal with a lot of people who are going through significant life changes, one being divorce. When you hear about a faith-based divorce coach, um, Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts around that? Well, I love it. And uh, I've recently been, you know, hearing more and more about the different uh, coaching 
movement and specifically faith-based. And I, I think it's an incredible movement uh, because all of us need help to get from one point to another, and that's what coaching is. Amen. So mm-hmm. it's very good in general to have coaches to help us move forward, to get where we want to be in all areas of life, but in particular with divorce, uh, you know, I know you've shared the staggering statistics of how many marriages end in divorce. And so having coaches who are trained, who are equipped, and who are ready to help people move forward, specifically centered around their faith, I think is is a wonderful movement. So I'm, I'm happy to hear about it and uh, excited for the, the ministry that is to come. Yeah, um, me too. And I think there is so much opportunity Uh, I I don't think I've shared this with you, Pastor Alec, but um, two things. I just, Richard and I just returned from a conference, the American Association of Christian Counselors. And I'll Mm -hmm. tell you what, 7,000 mental health professionals, uh, Christian mental health professionals, and some who are coaches. And it was just so inspiring to know that, um, you know, you've got these mental health professionals who are not just looking for, uh, at mental health from a secular perspective or an evidence based, there is a prayer first. There's a spiritual component, and I, the second part of that is, as I have been called to step more specifically into divorce coaching in my in my faith, the Christian faith, mm-hmm. I have done a little research and. Uh, being an ICF coach, uh, International Coach Federation, there are 55,000 ICF coaches around the world, and these are highly uh, certified and credentialed coaches. And I, my research so far shows that about four of those 55,000 are divorce coaches. And from what I can tell, one is a Christian divorce coach, and that would be myself. And so wow. I really, wow. yeah, I really get this, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but this awesome feeling like there is such opportunity and possibility here because what I find is I think people don't want to talk about divorce. It's like, shh, let's not talk about that. And so I'm just wondering from a Christian perspective, when you hear that a mental health professional, specifically a Christian divorce coach, how do you think that could specifically help a Christian walk through divorce if that's what their marriage comes to? Yeah, I, that's a great question, and uh, I'm I'm just I'm excited to even think about the potential ministry that is that is there because most people, particularly those who love God and believe the Bible, you know, we were talking before we went on the air about you know we all uh, oftentimes the verse in Malachi of God hates divorce gets thrown around, and so for most people you know, uh, they probably did not set out in marriage thinking that they would get a divorce. (laughs) But maybe, you know, you know somebody who has been through it, but until it's you, you can't know all of the unique challenges that you will face and how to move forward. And that is exactly what uh, a coach can do. Somebody like yourself that has the perspective of, okay, we believe the Bible, we love the Lord, and I know you didn't probably set out to be here, but let me help you move forward, trusting in the Lord, and taking the next steps of, of moving forward from this situation. And so uh, having that specific mentality of, of being a Christian, wanting to honor the Lord, uh, believing the Bible, and wanting to grow as a disciple of Christ, I mean, I can't think of a better uh, ministry opportunity and for somebody to work with uh, a Christian with that, uh, with that mentality as well. So I think it's a, an amazing opportunity for people. 
Well, and I, I'm I'm happy to hear that that is your perspective. And um, what I heard in there are two things, and I've said this for now five years. <laughs> I don't think we go to the altar and go, yay, I'm going to get married so I can get divorced. <laughs> and you're right. exactly right. We go with our hopes and our dreams, and this is my person. And maybe we've done that not under um, kind of a biblical path. Uh, maybe we even think we have, but then the marriage ends in shambles. But that's not our hope for the most part. And and I think people come to this place because they, they, they don't know what else to do. And so then you mentioned also the uniqueness um, involved. And you it, like most things, you can't know what it's like until you've gone through it. And, you know, mm-hmm. divorce touches beyond so much of our lives um not only um the 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 tangible things but our our spirit and our health and um our minds and folks so that's what we're going to be moving towards in the second segment and talking about really what does scripture say about divorce i really want to unpack that and help you those who might be struggling Uh, wrestling with your faith and divorce and really hearing what the word does say. So um, stay with us. Come on back and join me and Pastor Alec. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and SimpleEleganceTX.com.
and welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm really glad you are here with us today. I think I say that probably every show. I'm always glad that you're here with us, whether you're listening as the show airs every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. Maybe you've caught the bonus show Saturday nights. Maybe you're there and having a tough time sleeping and you're um, turning to your Christian talk station to have somebody beside you as you can't sleep. Uh, and so I'm glad there, we're there with you. Maybe you found us on um, by searching out there and you're searching faith and divorce. And not only you're searching online and you found the podcast, but you are wondering about your faith as it relates to divorce. And that's what we're talking about today. We, we've we been in a series about faith-based divorce coaching, and I'm honored to now be certified as one. Um, and uh, I want to take it a step further, though, and I want to bring in the pastoral component here and talk about divorce related to our faith and specifically our Christian faith and even more specifically is the Bible and the Word. Uh, I think it's an area that people wrestle with and there's enough things to wrestle with when you're going through a divorce. And so we're talking to Pastor Alec. I am just so blessed that Pastor Alec is the pastor of our church, my pastor as well. Uh, This man has such a heart for God and such an easy way of speaking about the truth. And so I know you're going to gain something uh, amazing here, folks. So Pastor Alec, I want to turn our attention to unpacking the word and seeing if we can really try to find some understanding about what the Bible does and does not say about divorce. Yeah, this is an incredibly important conversation. And of course, what the Scripture says, as Christians, we want to take very seriously. This really is God's Word. If He really inspired it by His Spirit, then this is where we should go first as we seek for our truth. So I would love to do that. And uh, also, as an aside, I I neglected to mention in my bio uh, that's relevant to this conversation is uh, I am a a child of divorce as well. My parents got divorced when I was eight years old. And so I am uh, not only can I study the scripture and and talk about that, but I do have some uh, a component of my own experience as well as we turn to the scriptures. So I thought that would be a little bit of relevant information uh, as we begin this conversation as well. Yeah, absolutely relevant because some people might think, well, you, you know, pastor, you've never been through, you don't know what it's like, right? But I want to draw a distinction. There is going through a divorce yourself as a spouse divorcing. And then there's also the children, not only now, um, and there's a distinction between age groups. So there are children of divorce, and then there are adult children of divorce. And going mm-hmm. back to that conference that I just came from, I sat in a one breakout session, um, a gentleman by the name of Kent Darcy, and hopefully he'll be on the show soon. He His ministry is around adult children of divorce and the profound effect it can have on children even after the age of 18, which we may not I think. We're thinking, oh, they're adults. They can deal with it, right? But there are right. some significant negative outcomes there in addition to children of divorce. And so I think it's very important that you bring that element in, uh, Pastor Alec. And I'll just say this one other thing. I, I, what I learned in this breakout session uh the speaker, Kent Darcy, showed the tail end of a movie, believe it or not, called ACOD, Adult Children of Divorce. So there is a movie 
about this. He didn't show the movie because apparently there was quite a bit of profanity, so he was very happy not to hear that. But he showed the, the, um, the credits, and they were interviewing the entire crew. And they were asking him, like, are you for marriage or are you against? Have you, you know, did your parents go through divorce? Mm -hmm. And they are all like, yep, they did. And then when they moved to are you for marriage, are you against? All but one said, yep, not doing it. Don't believe in it. Went through so much pain with that. Uh Uh-uh. So their view has been so tarnished of marriage. Mm -hmm. There was only one woman that said, you know, I believe the word. I believe the Bible. And this was not a I don't know that this was a Christian movie, but. Just think of the pain that people are carrying because of the experience of divorce. And if we can help one person um, not only save their marriage, but if they do go through divorce, what we often say here on the show is to move through it in a healthier manner than would be otherwise, right. then I think we've done something well. Amen. Well, thanks for sharing that. And um, I would love... Uh, to kind of go through and, and answer the question of what does the Bible say about divorce? And uh, we probably don't have time to get into every single text that talks about divorce, nor can we get into the many debates over interpretation of those texts. But I do think we can do a quick flyover on the relevant biblical texts and uh, and get a good idea and a good picture of of what the scripture says overall. I love that. I'm just going to say, I know there is a ton of debate and and folks again here, we are focusing on what the word says, the truth, uh, the Bible. And so take it away, Pastor Alec. Right. Okay, great. Well, of course, we want to start in the beginning, and this is Genesis 1 and 2 in the creation of Adam and Eve. And what we have here is what we might call the ideal state, you know, the ideal, the, the picture Uh, that's painted here. Before sin enters the world, we have one man, one woman, in perfect fellowship and union with one another and with God. That's the ideal. That's what we strive for. And even today in our marriages, that's what we want to seek to reflect, man, woman, together with God. However, sin enters the world. And now, ever since Genesis 3, sin tinges colors everything we do, including, sadly, our marital relationships. And so that's the picture we get in the beginning of the Bible. And as we continue to move forward, the state of marriage and this ideal that God has given us in Genesis 1 and 2, it is not in a good place throughout the Old Testament. What happens Moses ends up overseeing some laws that that were, honestly, they they were trying to protect the sanctity of marriage, and honestly, they were trying to protect women from the rampant divorce and remarriage situation that was happening uh, throughout the Old Testament and, uh, you know, the ancient Near Eastern uh, practices at that time. So that's what we get throughout the Old Testament. And then we get to the more relevant passages, probably, that people really would like to turn to, uh, which is Jesus' teaching, which we find in Matthew five thirty-one and 32, where Jesus speaks on it uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, as well as in Matthew 19, which is Jesus' other main teaching on divorce. And, um, you know, just to read what he says, I'm reading from the ESV, uh, Jesus says, it was also said, so Jesus is going back to something that was written in the Old Testament, and what he's doing throughout the Sermon on the Mount is he's taking something that uh, was written, but maybe that people had misinterpreted and weren't quite understanding, and what Jesus is doing 
is wanting to take that and say, okay, but here's what this was really about. Here, here's the heart of the matter, and here's the heart of the issue, because Jesus is always after our hearts, first and foremost. That is what is most important. And so Jesus said, it was also said that whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Now, what Jesus is speaking on is the backdrop of rampant divorce and remarriage culture that was happening at the time. People were able to just divorce willy-nilly and uh, without much real reasoning. And so, again, Jesus wants to return back to the heart of the matter and say, okay, here's what this is really about. It is about upholding what God intended from the very beginning. And that's what he says in Matthew 19 as well, where the Pharisees are trying to catch him up. They're trying to get him to sort of stumble and say something that's going to get him in trouble. And Jesus quotes that from the beginning, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And he quotes that, um, you know, those Genesis 1 and 2 passage. And then he says again, because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Okay, so those are kind of the, the relevant texts, and that's what Jesus is talking about. But Jesus wants us to see uh, us to see marriage as rooted in creation and to not just seek divorce because of silly reasons or whatever people felt like at the time. That's what he is speaking about, okay? Which, for our conversation right now, that is, more than likely, not what is going on. More than likely, people have found themselves in a situation where they're contemplating or going through or coming out of a divorce because of real reasons that are biblically justified, whether that's abandonment, sexual immorality, or um, for whatever reason, there's rampant sin that has led them to this place. So not quite exactly what Jesus is speaking on. What Jesus wants is for us to uphold the sanctity of marriage and to protect women and help us to move forward. So to sort of wrap that up, to zoom out, to think more broadly about the whole biblical narrative is that God is and he has done something about sin. Jesus has come. He has atoned for it with his blood on the cross. And now there is forgiveness. There's restoration and there is new life to be had in Christ. So no matter what situation we find ourselves in, no matter why we might find ourselves in these situations, particularly surrounding divorce, we can know that the Lord can and he does still work everything out for the good of those who love him, as Romans 8 teaches. So that would be my kind of quick flyover of what the Bible teaches about divorce, but really how we can move forward from it and take the next steps with the Lord, knowing that he's still going to work everything out for our good and for his glory. Well, thank you. And I knew you would bring that clear teaching and help us have an understanding. And what I, I don't know that I've, I've heard people reference divorce willy-nilly, but that's really the truth. And folks, right. uh, we, we oftentimes don't go back to the word and try to wrestle with what is prompting this and go, go there first. And, and folks, there's not much more I can say to that. And so when we come back, we're, we're going to talk about the, the application of this, the how to when divorce does come into our life, what we can do next. Stay tuned.
Here's today's two-minute tip, and fittingly, it's about faith-based divorce coaching. Divorce raises profound questions about faith, identity, and the future, making it one of life's most complex changes. For individuals who hold their faith dear, the intricacies of divorce become even more challenging as they strive to align decisions with religious beliefs. This is where a faith-based divorce coach steps in and can provide a distinctive and compassionate approach grounded in respecting God's word and unwavering support during this tumultuous time. For me, as a faith-based divorce coach, God's word serves as an unwavering guide. This space isn't for theological debates. It's a place where a client's faith is acknowledged and upheld. Amid uncertainty, faith offers solace, and the coach is a steady presence, ensuring individuals stay anchored in their beliefs while navigating the divorce complexities. The role of a faith-based divorce coach is not to give advice. It revolves around cultivating a reflective partnership that empowers clients to explore their emotions, fears, and aspirations within a confidential setting. The coach doesn't prescribe choices. They empower clients to become proactive decision makers aligned with their faith. Each person's journey is distinct, and the coach equips clients with tools and insights to make informed choices in harmony with their values. Ultimately, a faith-based divorce coach is a journey companion, a thoughtful ally, and one without judgment. The coach doesn't impose personal beliefs or dictate actions. Instead, they create a space for clients to make decisions aligned with their faith, assess the realities of their situation, and prioritize well-being for themselves and their family. If you'd like to know more about faith-based divorce coaching, or if I can pray with and for you, please email me at christy at christymendelow.com. Remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm glad you are here with us today. And folks, if you are just tuning in right now, head on back uh, or, or head on to the podcast when this show podcasts and make sure you catch segment two at least in this show because Pastor Alec with us, the pastor of Pillar Church in Conroe, Texas, just took us through good, simple explanation of what God says about divorce in the Bible. And 12 minutes and 30 seconds cannot do it justice, but at least uh, to use Pastor Alex's words, it's a bit of a flyover and can really quite possibly help your heart and your understanding with regards to what, in fact, the Bible does say, because there is great misunderstanding, in my opinion, about this. With that said, we always want to move to the practical in our show so that you're walking away with tips and tools and and now what? And so we're going to talk to Pastor Alec with this biblical foundation in mind. How do we walk this out? How do we walk this out? Perhaps if we're in a marriage that we feel is failing and we don't know what else to do other than call an attorney and walk the divorce road, or maybe you're hearing this and you're like, I'm already in the middle of it and it's going south. What do I do now? And maybe you're beyond divorce and you're really having a hard time moving forward. And and so, Pastor Alec, how could we apply scripture in the midst of 
all of the unique instances of divorce? That's a, a very good question. And um, I, I think there's a few things that come to mind. And, you know, these, these things would probably apply to other difficult and challenging situations that we might go through as well, but they specifically will apply when we're walking through something like divorce. Um, the first thing that I would encourage and say is that we want to stay focused on the Lord and walk with Him. Mm-hmm. Stay focused on the Lord and walk with Him. Because I know, because of the, the relational challenges and how much we have invested in our marriage relationships, and to see something like that come to an end or it be on the you know, uh, coming to an end, it can feel like the world is crashing down on us. And and this can often be the occasion for people to walk away from their faith or to step away or to really consider, you know, what, what, okay, if this is happening, what do I believe about God? And all of those things are understandable questions to ask as we go through challenges and difficulty and pain in divorce. But I would encourage you uh, to walk with the Lord. Do not turn away from Him. Let this be an occasion to, to run toward Him instead of away. And this can be a situation where you can actually grow in your faith. So that would be, that would be my first uh, line of encouragement for somebody that is walking through this challenging time. Absolutely agree. Here's what I want folks to think about, is if we aren't walking with Him and our faith community, then we are probably walking with something that is unhealthy. And, mm-hmm. and I speak to that from personal experience. Uh, while I called myself a Christian when I went through divorce, I even called myself a Christian when I got divorced. I had been baptized. I went to church, even got church. Uh, my church that I got married at was on the street called New Beginnings. You know, I had it all in my head. But I did not have the biblical foundation of the marriage, and and when when divorce happened, it it I, w- I went another path. I did try to go to the church, and so that's the second thing I want to say, and I want to pose this to you, Pastor Alec, is what mm-hmm. about though when we do go to the church, and uh, I'm going to use the word we're shunned. Hmm. Yeah. Well. It's funny that you said that because that was the second thing that I was going to say. My second, <laughs> my second word of encouragement was stay connected to God's people. So stay connected to God and stay connected to God's people, um, which, the, you know, the, the purpose of that is we don't want to isolate. We don't want to isolate. Um, but on the other hand, I just had a conversation the other day with a lady who stopped going to their their small group that they were connected to, where they had community. Uh, you know, her and her husband went there together. But then when the divorce was finalized, she tried to go back to that group. And some guy said something that was pretty insensitive. And I will just say it, that it was stupid. Uh, and it was just the wrong time to say it. And it really hurt her. And it caused her to isolate and, and walk away. So um, I, I would just encourage to to find people in the life of the church that you can be connected to and walk with. 
And um, I don't know. I can't speak to anybody's specific situation. I know you said that we're not giving coaching, and so I want to I want to reaffirm that this is not necessarily prescriptive for anybody listening out there. But I could also understand and see a situation where maybe you do need to find another church um, and and find a, a community and a group of people that love the Lord and are going to love you and walk with you through it. And that's the main purpose, is that we don't want to isolate, and we don't specifically, we don't want to isolate from God's people. We don't want to neglect the gathering of God's people, because that is where the Lord can do a work through His people that are indwelt by His Spirit. So we might have difficult situations. We might need to find another community, but I would encourage you, the main point is do not isolate when you're walking through uh, challenges specifically in divorce. Yeah, I agree to keep that in mind. And, and so that would prompt me to encourage listeners to, uh, you know, ask questions. How do you, mm-hmm. you know, what do you do to support uh, folks going through divorce in your church community? Sure. If you are looking for, and I can speak again to another part of my personal journey is I uh, finally found a good church um, prior to coming to Pillar Church, but prior to remarrying. And mm-hmm. um, even though there wasn't much support around divorced uh to around divorce a small group kind of came together another small church a small group came together and those the people that we formed that that came together there formed a really tight knit con- uh, connection and in large part one of the the key principles of this group was um uh, really a gateway for me to move away from sin and move on to my next steps and closer to God. And so you don't know who those unlikely characters can be. Uh, we see a lot of right. those unlikely characters in the Bible. And and when we're in a faith-based community, we don't know the impact they can have. Okay, that's number one. And number two, what about number three? Well, here's, again, immensely practical. But I I do know from experience and from seeing other people uh, walk through this, that there is much, much potential for bitterness to take root in our hearts um, and for um, our conversations and the way that we speak about our um, ex-husband uh, or ex-wife to uh, not be uh, flattering and not be kind and um, and I would just encourage um, to do everything we can, no matter what the situation is. I know that, you know, whatever your unique uh, uh, challenges that have brought you to this point, I don't know it specifically, but I do know that we should still obey uh, the scriptures. And I thought of Proverbs 15.1 that says, a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so I would just encourage us to speak positively and kindly um, as we walk through these challenges. And we just, we don't want the bitterness and we don't want wrath to be uh, and harsh words and anger to be brought up over and over again in our lives. Um, And so I would just, just in our conversations and in our speech, especially on the backside after we're kind of taking our next steps to do what we can, um, you know, to give soft answers, to speak positively and kindly of people as we move forward. 
I love that so much. And the picture I got, or I guess the thoughts that I had is both at the same time is stirring up that anger. And what came Mm. to me after that is when we we focus, um, we get what we focus on. And the more that we focus on that anger, the more that's going to stir up that anger. And then that anger spills out onto other things. And ultimately that um, kind of entraps us, that holds us back. Uh, It steals our future from what God has for us when we're focused there. And that is where the enemy is doing his work, folks. And he's stealing. He does. He wants to steal your relationship with Jesus Christ and your future that God has for you. And so there are so, um, so many practical tips and tools that you can do. But these folks are the number one, two, and three for sure. Stay focused on the Lord and walk with him. Stay connected to God's people. Do not isolate. And for sure, do everything we can with kindness and love. And don't let that bitterness entrap you. Uh, friends, um, you've heard it here, and these are practical tips and tools for you. Come on back, and we're going to wrap things up with Pastor Alec. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. Friends, welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I hope that you are finding um, heartfelt uh, inspiration, encouragement, and ideas, practical tips and tools about how to walk out your faith as you navigate uh, your unique situation. And I say this all the time, every divorce is unique. Every divorce is unique because every person is unique and you've got two people. So it's unique times two. And so we we need that help. And in the third segment, we talked about practical steps to take. And if, again, you missed that, 
catch the podcast, go back and listen to that because I think it will be very helpful for you. Um, We're talking to uh, Pastor Alec here on the show today. He is the pastor of Pillar Church in Conroe, Texas. Um, I am blessed to be a member there, just an amazing uh, church. Pastor Alec, if someone wanted to learn more about you or uh, the church, how would they find out about you? Sure. Well, we... um uh, our church's website would be a good place, which is pillarconroe.church, pillarconroe.church. And uh, also we put our sermons uh, up via podcast as well. So you could just search Pillar Church Conroe uh, or Pillar Church Sermons into your podcast app and you could uh, you could find those as well. And you can keep up with our uh, with our ministry and, and our, our preaching and, uh, of course, I would be available as well if anybody wants to follow up on anything that we've talked about. Uh, my email will be up there as well, so I'd be happy to uh, to um, to follow up as needed and, and uh, be available for further ministry. And, of course, if anybody's up here on the north side of Houston living in Conroe and, uh, and looking for a church that uh, preaches the gospel and makes disciples, then uh, come join us. Amen, and we would welcome you, and I just thank you for your heart, Pastor Alec, to offer that to people. Um, And folks, you want to hear those sermons. They are amazing and um, just real and tangible, and uh, you can can know that the people, um, to include the pastors, the elders there, they walk out their faith, and so you can really... Uh, trust in the community there. And so we certainly do welcome you and um, uh, invite you to uh, um, listen to and or watch those sermons. And so we've had an amazing conversation, Pastor Alec, and I would want to continue on talking about this, but guess what? We only have an hour here today and we're in our fourth segment. And so um We've we've talked about faith-based divorce coaching and the importance in Christians walking along the path with you, or a Christian divorce coach walking along the path with you. We've talked about God's Word as it relates to divorce, and we've, we've talked about walking out that Word as we navigate divorce. What else would you want listeners to know about um, their faith or their Christian faith specifically related to divorce? Yeah. Well, there's one thing in particular that I would love to that I would love to share and and speak to somebody in this situation. Again, either either going through um going through divorce, coming out of it or or it feels like or headed that direction. Um the thing that I would say is that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And oftentimes when we go through times of suffering, times of pain, times of difficulty in our lives, uh, we can feel like and we can act like God is at the end of this tunnel of suffering that we're going through. It as is, it's as if God is at the end going, come on, you can make it through. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to get you through this. Just keep on coming. Just keep walking. Right. Um, and that's, you know, that's only half true, actually. Um, it is good for us to know that the Lord is sovereign, that he has a plan for our lives, that he is working everything out, that it is going to be okay. Uh, but that's actually only half comforting for us who are going through challenges and people who are going through divorces. 
Um, yes, he has a plan. Yes, he's sovereign. Yes, he's in control. Uh, but the Lord is with you in it. That's where the real comfort comes from. That's where the real peace can come. Not just knowing that God is at the end and is working it out, but he's actually with you every step of the way. So I, I would just want you to know and, uh, and believe and trust that the Lord is with you along the way and he is um, bringing you out uh, the other side. So I would, I would just encourage the listeners with that today. So totally agree. And as I, again, reflect on my uh, situation, I don't know that I knew that um, as I moved through divorce. And in large part because I didn't Tr- I didn't know the word. And um, you might like this, Pastor Alec. I'll bring it back to what we're studying at church right now. And folks, um, my my husband and I and a few other folks are in a um, really in-depth ministry course uh, with Pastor Alec, not only being the pastor, but Professor Alec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we are walking through the Old Testament. And I will tell you, reading and studying the Scripture— is so, uh, and while I've done so before, but uh, what I continue to see is the, uh, as the paper I just wrote, Pastor Alec, wars, wickedness, and woes, um, they come um, uh, one after another, but God is always faithful. And it's as they're moving through these lands into the promised land, what was then is true then is true now. And God was with them and they are with it. He is with us now. And if you, right. uh, and so I would just so encourage you, I mean, come along with me, study the Old Testament. You can't deny that God is always with you. And so I, I so uh, agree because otherwise it just kind of feels like, and I don't know what the word would be like a platitude. It's just, oh yeah, God's with you. But That's right. when you study the word in depth, um, it's a living, breathing word, and Holy Spirit is with you, and you just know it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's, absolutely, that's absolutely right, and, and that's that's exactly what I I would hope that we don't resort to. It, it's the platitude, it's the cliche. Oh, you know, God's got a plan. Yeah, He's got a plan. Uh, you know, God's plan. And again, that 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 only gets us halfway there, if that. Um, if that's the comfort, then then I'm really left on my own uh, to make it through my challenges. It, uh, it's you know, it, it, is it up to me to figure out what God's plan is, right? Um, but if, if we can combine those things and say, yes, God's got a plan, uh, but His plan is that uh, that I trust Him and rely on Him, and that He walks with me through the pain and the suffering and the challenges. Um, then that, uh, that, that completes uh, the picture of comfort and peace that God can and does provide. Amen. Amen. And it's just heartbreaking to think about those people whose hearts are breaking because of that. And they, they are hearing the platitudes and they are feeling alone, but they're saying, where is God? Where is God? And the thing that I'm going to offer up, and I don't know what the percentage is, Pastor Alec, maybe you do, but very few people actually read the Bible. And I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't read the full thing. I have studied now. Um, well, I've studied the Old Testament, uh, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. 
Um, I'm studying it again many years later, but I just think there's so much that can come from, in fact, reading and being with the Word. Your thoughts? That's right. Yeah, yeah. you cannot neglect that. It's what uh, what we call in, in the theology and church world the ordinary means of grace. You know, this is what God has provided. He has given you His Word. You have His Spirit. Uh, and so we can't neglect those basic uh, those basic realities of reading the scripture, spending time in prayer, and then also gathering with his people being another one where God really is going to work and make his presence known and felt in our lives in a real and tangible way and help us take those next steps of continued growth and development and looking more like Christ uh, on the other side. And so some more practical tips, folks, and you might not think coming to the Divorce Coaching Hour, you would hear this, you might think you hear something about an attorney and uh, whatever that might be. And of course, we shared some in segment three, but here we're saying is go to your Bible, read your scripture. Um, You can't neglect that reading of the word and um, being with community. Come join us at Pillar Church. Pastor Alec, any final thoughts? No, this has been a, a really wonderful conversation, and uh, again, just like we've said, and, and you continue to say, every situation is unique, uh, but the Lord is is with you in it, and uh, again, He has a plan to work everything out for His glory and for our good, and your unique situation is no different. And so continue on, and uh, and the Lord is with you. Yeah, you can't know what the blessings are. I'm drawn to Ruth um, because we've just studied Judges, uh, Joshua Judges and Ruth. And when you look at Ruth um, in the Bible, there's such hope. And uh, Naomi and Ruth have followed uh, God's law. And when you do that, when you draw close to the word and when you follow in obedience that word, you don't know the outcomes that God has for you. Things may uh, look bleak as they did for Naomi and Ruth in um, in the book of Ruth with famine and death. But as I've shared, folks, many, many times, I, I, I never saw myself as being a divorce coach, but God led me here through the struggles, through the death and the debacles and divorce that I went through. And he can have that for you as well, but it's going to take something Uh, folks on your part. And so what our goal is here is to serve you folks. One of the goals that I have is to be your thinking partner as is uh, much like your part, your your pastors out there. So um, speaking of our pastor, Pastor Alec, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thanks, Christy. It's been a great conversation and, uh, and looking forward to whenever the next one is. Amen. Same here. God bless you. And friends, I'm so grateful you've been with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelow, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word, or by podcast, wherever you listen. God bless.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.